0: What up, homies? Walk and talk number thirty-eight. Damn, it's already getting hot here in Houston in May, but beautiful day nonetheless. Are you struggling with the vlog? How to shoot it? Too many clips. Takes too long. And you're like, well, Jackson says you don't have to have the vlog, but he also says it's the most important. I feel like a lot of these other agents who are doing these vlogs seem to have more success. Yes, no, maybe so. Um, we're going to do a deep dive, and I know I've done walk and talks on this in the past, but just coming back from our live event, it seemed to be the overwhelming question. I mean, obviously, there was hundreds of questions, but people really want to go all in with the vlog, and it, it's just almost debilitating sometimes uh, to look at the amount of effort that goes into just one vlog doesn't seem like it's just a couple hours a day you know it's shooting one day organizing one day editing and it just takes a long time and if you're trying to hand those off to other people uh to edit for you you know a lot of times it comes back a disaster they don't put things where you want it so we're gonna dive into that again not only just what to like how to shoot the vlogs i've done that before but you know, maybe some other simple tactics that you can do to uh, get some of this vlog material out there. And the reason why is because, you know, if you've heard me before and, and talking, the vlog is one. Uh, it sets me apart usually. Usually, when I go into these cities and there's already other agents, by doing these vlogs, it just kind of puts us ahead of, of the curve, right? It puts us above because. I realized, number two, people were searching these cities and suburbs a lot more in, in YouTube than Google. So it really just told me, you know me, I'm a factual guy, I'm a data analytic guy. I just, I'm gonna tell you the truth from what the, the analytics say and what the data says, not what I, and then there is some what I think, you know, off of, based off of studying this stuff, but you know, keyword research just proves how much more people search these cities in YouTube than Google. And so, you know, I think that's just when, when when they actually get to go to YouTube, type in an area, and get to watch, you know, these streets, get to see it. You know, they're not worried about the house yet. They're just trying to figure out where in the hell do I live? What is that best area? What, or what's the areas I don't like? And uh, that's... The, the vlog is what, what captures that, right? So... We're going to do another deep dive into it today so that you can start getting some of these out there. And even if you've done them before, um, you know, some of the things that I look for and how I can get these out really quickly. But before I get to that, Jackson Wilkie here with the Channel Junkies, 13 channels across the country, 300 homes sold. And I teach it all for free on this walk and talk on YouTube, blogging, you name it. Someone asked me the other day, hey, where's the blogs at? We just launched our new Channel Junkie website um we're gonna just we've brought on ryan strong um just an incredible addition to the team and i'm up every morning writing blogs just kind of same as the walk and talk just getting this information out there but there's a lot of tutorials so you can go check out channeljunkies.com and uh, see the blogs there see trainings everything else so i do ask the only thing Write me a review. That is a rattle trap. Go down below on the podcast here and just write a review for me and hit that that rate button with the stars. Really helps me out. So I'm up on stage uh, for the better part of two days, you know, Saturday, Sunday, last weekend. And, you know, we have some of the most incredible speakers up there and talking about their systems and talking about, you know, the way they create content and um Actually, you know, what the overwhelming theme of everybody is just like when they really realized they could be themselves on camera is when everything blew up. And so um like I mentioned on here, unapologetically being yourself is very important. And sometimes that's really hard when you got a camera right in your face and you're out in public and there's people looking at you, you're probably like, yeah, that's like my worst nightmare. Um, I'll I'll be honest sometimes when I'm out there filming and people are staring at me it'll throw me off too Um, I'm not one of those guys who likes to just walk through a crowd and you know I'm on video and and act cool I'll I'll typically kind of look around I just wait till I have like a clearing and an opening and if if I'm in the middle of something and someone's staring at me talking I will just power through it Um, and that's something that took a lot of reps right you know, you get you get a lot of people reaching out when you you get a camera. You're instantly a YouTuber, which goes into becoming you know an influencer instead of a real estate agent. Like, you got a camera in your face and you're out in public. People are like, "Holy shit, this dude or this chick is a boss." There, you're instantly linked to being a YouTuber, and <clears throat> you know I like the psychology of things. Believe it or not, like. The the reason and if anybody would ever judge you on that, <clears throat> really it's because they want to be doing it themselves. Or, you know, they're placing you as this, you know, character, this YouTuber. It is a crazy thing. People desire that. So they're not staring at you and what you're saying. They're trying to picture themselves doing what you're doing. Believe it or not. And if you're out there confidently creating content on video and people are watching it, they're not judging you. They're trying to place themselves in your shoes. Like, oh, I, you know, that's just crazy. What are they doing? I should be doing that. And so it's really hard for us in our own bodies and minds to think, man, these people aren't judging us. They're like, holy shit, this is an actual YouTuber. This is the real deal. Um, But we all have that (laughs) internal struggle to to think, no, these people are just judging me. And so it gets hard. Um, And it can make you forget lines. And it can really just prohibit you from even getting out and shooting videos. So these questions keep coming up about, man, you know, it's just hard to get these vlogs out. I want to do it. I want to go all in with vlogs. You know, I've got the studio, the talking head style you know, videos, but I just got to get out there and get these vlogs. You know, should I be just going out and capturing B-roll and talking over it, or what should I do to get this stuff out? There's a number of ways to do it. I have my way, and I would never say it's the only way. The reason that I can talk about this stuff every day, all day, and the reason that I've had the success I have Is because I figured out my way of doing it. There was no path of like Jackson. Yes, you need to go out every day and shoot videos on these cities. And you need to talk about this and that. No. That's my career story is figuring out to do that. As I was told to do everything so much differently. But I have a way of doing it that's just been a process that used to take me two or three days to do one video to doing 20 videos in two days right and a lot of that comes from the you know leverage aspect of using virtual assistants but how do you have a a VA editor in a different country shoot your or edit your videos and have it come out correct right so there's there's a huge you know aspect to this I got a truck dually truck up on a curb right where I got to walk hopefully it doesn't run me over we're going to sneak by here. Morning. So I wanted to break down a couple different ways of doing this stuff. And I can talk about my way, but I do realize that that's kind of the hindrance of people. Going out, hammering the city, doing these these vlogs, it's tough. Something that I've seen a lot of people do successfully, and I have never done it. But that is going out instead of vlogging these areas, hi doggie, he didn't bark at me today, and uh, capturing the B-roll, right? So my recipe really is, hey, real estate agent, what is like the main hub? What's the main area of this city suburb? And then they tell me that, right? And I'll say, okay, that's where we're going to finish. What is, you know, a typical neighborhood here? Let's say in the 400 to 600 range. That's like the median, you know, kind of starter home area. Okay, what's a really nice neighborhood for that? And they'll go, okay, it's this, uh, you know, Lincoln neighborhood over here. All right, let's go to it. So as we're cruising, I'm asking them, why, why is this Lincoln neighborhood, you know, one that people like? Oh, uh, well, they, you know, started developing this one. They got new schools around there. They have all the shopping and, and you know, I actually had a client move into this area because. Um, you know, they're, they're a younger couple, not, they just got married, no kids yet. And they, it's a great starter home for them, uh, in a nice area that's building up equity quickly. So they feel like in a few years, they're going to have to sell, um, you know, and get a, a house that's a little bigger and they feel like they're going to make their, the most money off this area. And I'm like, dude, or a chick, that's pure gold, right? This is what they struggle to say. But at the point you can start thinking of the reason of this area right start jotting down notes but just go drive that area stick your arm out the window and get some b-roll for two to three minutes of the different styles of homes those parks those shops and maybe those two-bedroom uh, you know townhomes that you're talking about and then go to the next right what's the next neighborhood that's like okay 600 to 800 Basically, those people are moving up. They got a family. They need to... Uh... Dude, I got a bobcat in front of me. They're burying... They're boring cable. Hopefully, I might get whacked here. I'm, I'm dodging some stuff, homies. This is like logging. You Got cars coming. All right, I'm safe. This honestly reminds me of vlogging, man. I'm all over the place. I'm like dodging traffic. I've chased trains before for certain B-roll clips, but... Go to that next neighborhood that's 600 to 800 and, and why, right? Why are you paying more here? What's the benefit of it? And just two, to three minutes B roll, parks, houses, styles of homes. Okay? And then maybe do one more like the million plus. Yes, we like showing the nicest stuff. Um, and then what I'm gonna do is go down to that town center, that main park, the little downtown whatever makes up the main, like the main area, and I'm going to shoot it, I would shoot a bunch of B-roll of that, maybe a couple street signs, like Main Street, or, you know, when you go to the Lincoln uh, neighborhood, you actually take that Lincoln neighborhood sign, like I'm looking at Walden right now, my neighborhood, and I'm like, I have the sun, right, I'm I'm (laughs) like describing it. I'm looking at this huge neighborhood sign walking out of my neighborhood. There's rose garden in front of it. Fresh mulch. Just above it is the sun blazing me in the eye. I'm having to squint right now. I love, 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 love taking my camera down low. And as I'm looking at these huge rose bushes and these flowers, I'm going to start my camera down low in those. And I'm going to pop it up super slowly. And I'm going to go across the the neighborhood sign and into the sun. And I'm going to hit that clip kind of slowly and it just turns out buttery like super nice slow-mo and you can run that for 20-30 seconds while you're sitting there describing the Lincoln neighborhood and, and so I'll capture those signs uh, just as I'm looking at it right now and, and try and catch that sun I used to love finding street signs of like all right right now in Portland Oregon we're at Uh, It's called you know 21st and 23rd Street trendy first and trendy third This is where all the shops restaurants bars super funky everybody, you know if you love shopping This is where you got to come down to Well when I would say that 21st and 23rd what I would do is find that 21st um, Street sign the green one and I would find where the Sun was And if this you know I wanted I wanted to get that Sun in the picture So I would kind of like hide the Sun behind the street sign So you could really easily see 21st. And then I would like turn that camera so that it would pop out the sun, right? And you can still kind of read the sign, but you had this just glare. And it really made a cool scene. So when I'm talking about Trendy First, Trendy Third, I'm popping that sign in there for 10 seconds, 5, 10 seconds showing it, you know? And it just, it created a really cool B-roll clip. So I started learning these things as I did it. I mean, I was just shooting all day, every day and editing. So I started getting a I started getting kind of a, uh, a method to what I was doing. Now you're like, well, I have that idea and I shoot that and I hand it off to a VA editor. They're never going to know that when I'm saying trendy first to put that, you're right. And at the beginning they didn't. But what I learned was to talk to my editor constantly. So when I had an idea for a cool B-roll clip, just like that trendy first, trendy third, what I would do is turn the camera on And now we go, I'd wave my arms in front of the camera and say, hey, editor. This, right now, I'm going to turn you around and I'm going to do a B-roll clip for you about the, um, it's going to say 21st Avenue. Whenever I mention Trendy First, Trendy Third, 21st, 23rd, anything like that downtown or Northwest Portland, use this B-roll clip. Then later on when I'm, you know, uh, labeling all of my video files, it says, 21st street 23rd street you know and even in parentheses I'll put trendy first b-roll clip my editor which I didn't even know this he told me just the other day that he has a bunch of templates saved in his editing program now to where when I mention b-roll he can type it in and it finds that clip I was like no shit I wish I'd have known that I had so many different videos that I just had to go find the clips but I've trained him too. So, I mean, a lot of times he's using the same B-roll. But what I'm saying is now you've got these incredible B-roll clips. You have the neighborhoods. You have that downtown scene. And instead of going out there and walking and talking like I like to do, now go back to your studio and shoot basically a vlog. But the whole time that you're talking, you can be dropping in B-roll clips. You don't want to go 100%. You don't want to narrate a video because then there's no human connection. And they'll never call you, right? Like the, the nature channel dude... You know, this this amazing Earth dude, he's got like the raddest voice of all time, but I couldn't pick him out of a one person lineup. Like, I have no idea who the dude is. So, you need to make sure a lot of the focus is on you, but what you could do is start incorporating all of those B roll clips into what you're talking about. And I think you'd have just the same amount. In fact, I know, you know, just like Greg Foster in San Antonio, who went through my course two years ago, he didn't want to go out and vlog, but he green screened videos and he would go out and capture all the clips of what he was going to talk about, right? And when you go to that downtown little scene, you can shoot an intro outro, you know, and then go back to your studio if you want. Um, And that's why I always, when I told the guy, hey, what's the main hub? And and he'd tell me and I go, okay, we're going to end there last. Because I always shoot my intros and outros last so that I know what's going to be in the video. So that was a secret that I kind of picked up, you know, after doing, you know, hundreds of these vlogs is like, man, I'm always doing this intro. And then what I say he's going to be in the video we don't end up doing and I end up finding something else really cool so I'd have to reshoot the intro to match it so I was like screw it I'll just start doing the intro at the very end of the video then I know what exactly what's in there so those are ways that you can really start leveraging you know, the vlog, but not having to be out there in public as much. You can really kind of hide in the confines of your car or just pop out real quick, get some B-roll, but make sure you're labeling these clips. And if you're handing those off to editors, just go, hey, editor, here's the B-roll for the 400 to 600 Lincoln neighborhood. Uh, and I'm also gonna do B-roll of the signs, So you can throw that in there whenever I mention this neighborhood in this video and any video going forward. And then turn the camera around and get that B-roll. That way it's always marked and they know what it is. Uh, but it's really important that you start showing these areas. Um, and obviously you can build a channel all talking head and with minimal B roll and you're going to do just fine, but it is showing people what they get, not always just telling them. And so I think it's really pivotal that you start doing things like that. If you're not going to go out vlogging to make sure that you're at least capturing a lot of the B roll, like you are vlogging and then filling that video in with it. So these are things that I also coach people up on. You know, I'm like, okay, here's how you shoot. Here's the settings. Here's where you should go. And then I actually just start interviewing them. And I get these this information out of them that they don't know. And I go, there's your story. That's what you're going to say. That's where you're, I need you to go today. And shoot those four different B-roll uh, areas. And then go back and talk about them and say this, 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 and this. So that's kind of what I'm coaching agents up on. And the funniest part is they're always like, dude you've never even been to my city. How the hell did you in 10 minutes just shoot an entire video yourself? And I'm like, cause all I'm doing is taking your stories that you won't put out there and I can create them. And now I've done reps thousands of times that I can, I know how to extend what I'm talking about in any city. And, and then I turn it into my own personal story by throwing in hey, I'm from Idaho. It actually reminds me of this and that small town. You're going to find the rodeos here in this little area. It's super fun. Uh, You know reminds me of my old hometown in north idaho and if you like that small town feeling You know, that's kind of what you'll get here in this area. So I took his story or her story I incorporated kind of my personal lifestyle being a dad and growing up small town And if you like that, that's where you want to be if not you don't want to be And that's it's as simple as it gets and then you show you know the little rodeo like when I go to montana and idaho I show the little the county fairs and And just kind of talk about that small town living, you know but that's why you got to reach out to me because I'll show you the perfect area for you. So you really just got to make it simple. Go out and capture those clips, explain it, who's there, uh, a story of going there, and then, uh, you know, move on to the next one. Guys, this is my, my passion. I love it. Um, and these walking talks, if you would right now, just go down and rate this podcast. Um, write a review and also select the stars and, and rank the the. the podcast share it out there with any other real estate agents you think would find value and it ain't no money grab the partnership we have with over 400 agents currently in five countries is i am giving you my all that's where i coach you can't pay me i just help our exp partner agents no cost no splits so shoot me an email info at jacksonwilkie.com to learn more about that partnership how we can take you and your business to the next level and until the next walk and talk homies we'll catch you later